Hi folks, it's Dallas. Thank you for listening to Coaches on a Mission. So I wanna kick today's episode off with a question. Do you ever worry that your email list hates getting emails? It's a valid question, I suppose, yet everywhere we turn, we hear how important list building is if you ever want to expand beyond one-to-one coaching. And that is also valid. But what if your target audience just doesn't dig email? Maybe they're the texting kind or just way too busy to pay much attention to their inbox. That's pretty much the case for Valerie Ricor, who was on the show back in episode 112. So Valerie helps overwhelmed and overcommitted moms stop feeling pulled in too many directions and start spending quality time with their families and on themselves. So on the earlier episode, 112, we designed a lead magnet for Valerie. So now that Valerie has started building her list, she wants to make sure that she's able to nurture her new subscribers in a way that they'll engage with and appreciate. So Valerie and I had to think outside the inbox. That was so painful to say. Yes, you are correct. That was my honest attempt at the first and for sure the last pun I will ever say on this podcast. I feel like my husband right now with a really terrible dad joke, but we did have to get creative. So back to Valerie. Today, you're going to hear us solve Valerie's email engagement problem by layering in text messaging so that the busy moms on her list can more easily engage with Valerie's incredible content. I have a feeling that our conversation just might spark some fresh ideas for you as well. So let's get going. Here's Valerie. Valerie, welcome back to the show. Second time's a charm, huh? (laughs) Yeah, thank you. I'm happy to be here. It's always fun. (laughs) I'm looking forward to this conversation because sometimes it's hard for me to know I'm so in the online world that Mm -hmm. I don't know how well the strategies I use that work for my audience, how well do these land with other audiences, especially audiences who may not be tied to their laptops in the same way that online business owners are tied to their laptops. So I'm excited to dive in. I'd like to get started by perhaps asking you to share with our audience who you help and how, and then what you want to get out of our time together today. Yeah. So I am a productivity coach and I help overwhelmed moms stop feeling pulled in too many directions. Moms do too much, and I'm on a mission to change that. So I'm here today because as much as we know newsletters are important in running our businesses as coaches and in the online world, I don't think moms want to read any more newsletters. I mean, even I find myself skimming ones that I know I would love to go back and dive into more. And so finding a way to nurture clients or potential clients in a way that resonates with where they are in their pain aware and awareness journey and kind of helping them along that path and getting them to understand that I am the right coach for them. Yeah. I'm going to call it a problem. That's not the best word, but Mm -hmm. we're going to go there, right? The problem that they face in terms of their overwhelm and their overcommitment is one that they have agency around. I know for me as a mom, there are times when I feel like, well, this is just what it looks like, right? And I know through your work that that isn't actually the case. 
Yeah. I think moms really just feel stuck in that this is just how it is. And I'd like to move them along that path to there is a solution to this problem. We can fix this. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. This is exciting. So my understanding is we're going to have a conversation here about the best mode of communication between you and your email subscribers, email air quotes, right? Right. (laughs) Because moms are so busy. The last thing that they want is for you to put another unfinished item on their to-do list. And a newsletter feels like a to-do list item. Is that accurate? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yep. That's accurate. Okay. So tell me what you had in mind and then we'll craft this plan here. Yeah. So I currently, I have an audio option within my newsletter. So you can click on it and it takes you to my website and you can listen to me reading the newsletter. And some of my subscribers do take advantage of that. But I'm envisioning something like I'm picturing a mom in the pickup line for the school. She's you know flipping through Instagram and maybe it's a text message pops up that then gets her to just shift her mindset or think about something a little differently or go find a podcast to listen to or something, that, but just something that's like a bite-sized chunk. So maybe it's a couple minutes of audio or just a quick text message that they then can take from there, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is a really fun idea and I have a few thoughts to help you flesh this out. So what for you is standing in the way between where you are and where you want to be? And it sounds like a text message option that involves like quick reads, maybe graphics of some sort, and definitely an audio option. So what's the obstacle for you here? Sometimes I tend to get on my soapbox about these topics that I talk about in my weekly (laughs) newsletter, so I can get a little wordy. So finding a way to narrow that down to the catchy catchphrases or something that is useful, right? So a sentence or two that's just a quick tip of either something that actually can implement that's just quick and easy that will be helpful or just a different way to look at something, but that is just a few sentences that they can see maybe even without opening their text message. They can kind of, whatever pops up on their screen, they can get just like enough of, of information from that or that sentence is enough to encourage them to open up the message and dive further. Yeah. And then the audio could maybe be a little bit more in depth if that's something they want to dive into, but kind of narrowing down what I have to say into something quick and easy that makes sense and moves them forward. Yeah. So a big obstacle here is what's the format? How do I go from being on my soapbox and making a very complete point to Mm -hmm. giving people the headline only and have the headline actually be valuable enough that number one, they get what they need or number two, they're compelled to click Mm -hmm. and listen or compelled to click and read. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Great. Okay. Let's first talk a little bit about the infrastructure of this because I think it's actually going to inform our messaging conversation. Is that okay with you? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. I'm not sure if you're aware of it, but there is, it's something actually we use inside the hive, you know, our private podcast feed where we push all of the coaching calls. Mm-hmm. We do that through a tool called hello audio. Okay. 
So it's helloaudio.fm for our listeners. It's a private podcast feed. So unlike other podcasts that get pushed out to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever else, this is pushed out, but it's private. So only people who subscribe to the show can get the episodes. So just from an infrastructure standpoint, I would recommend looking into Hello Audio Mm -hmm. so that someone who gets on your list and they click on one text and they like whatever that audio was, now they can go and binge all the other episodes. Oh, okay. I can right, see so that. now we're like helping people. It's just actually great customer service. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's like binging on a blogs on your website, but it's audio essentially. Yeah. I'm a huge podcast binger. Actually, mm-hmm. I intentionally often will not start a podcast until it's at least four episodes deep so that I can binge if I want to. <laughs> okay. The other thing that came up, and this just might be taking you down a path that you're not interested in is I think there could be space to also engage other senses of the moms on your list by every once in a while designing essentially a Pinterest graphic. So you take your wordiness and you turn Mm -hmm. it into something that's visually beautiful to look at. So you're not only just sending audios, but then you can like drop in Maybe it's a graphic of each one of your catchy catchphrases kind of fleshed out a little bit just to mm-hmm. like deepen that communication and to like enrich the user experience. Mm-hmm. So they would get a picture or graphic as a text message it would be that. Yeah. I don't know the functionality if it's sure. if a text messaging service can support that, but it would be a headline, but the mm-hmm. link would take people to a cool graphic, graphic. right? Rather than always sending people to an audio. So again, that's optional, but I'm just thinking, I'm picturing that mom who's in the pickup line and sometimes just looking at a pretty picture, even if I don't even read the words can help deepen my trust of you because I like your pretty picture. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) I can see that. (laughs) Okay. Great. And then the last thing I think is for us to come up with a bit of a rhythm here and it doesn't have to be equal, but sometimes these text messages are, there's no link and it's just a little love note. It's a sentence, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's a headline that links to a graphic and probably most of the time what it does is link to the private podcast feed. Okay. An audio message. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So how can I help you around? I'm using your language, not mine, your wordiness. When it comes to the content piece, how can I be of service today? That is a good question. It may be going through, just kind of on my own, going through the newsletters that I have written and finding some of those headlines and mm-hmm. or like what I've put in bold. Like here's what I, if I know you're going to skim it and I've pulled some stuff out that I want you to pay attention to, like those become the headlines. Yes. And then maybe the wordiness just gets contained in the audio. So there's, I mean, most of my newsletter, they're not that long when I record the audio, it's two or three minutes, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably like, I don't think they're more than four. So they're not terribly wordy. And if you're sitting in the pickup line, you probably yeah. have a couple minutes to listen to that and then binge more if you want to. And those combined maybe could tell a story, but on their own, I think it's just pulling out those headlines. And so maybe... I don't know if you have ideas on how to know what the, those headlines are always what I struggle with. I think it's, 
Like I want the whole message to be in there versus just walk away with this one sentence. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So our goal with this whole plan is there's a few of them. Number one, help your subscribers climb that awareness ladder to move from pain aware to problem aware to solution aware. Number two, to help them cultivate a relationship with you Mm -hmm. because of the value that you're bringing. And number three, to actually help them, right? Whether they're, (laughs) whether they ever hire you or not, you want value for Mm -hmm. them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I do have a couple of ideas around the headlines. Number one, I think it would be really cool. So we've got the headline and then in brackets, right at the end of it, you tell me how many minutes it is. Mm, Okay. So now I know whether I can actually commit or not. Mm Because I think if I see that it's three minutes, that's way easier to commit to than if I don't know how long it's going to be. Number two, when it comes to your headlines, I think two perspectives are going to be most helpful. Number one, taking a contrarian approach. Mm. So you tell me something that is the opposite of what I've been told before. So Mm. when you're combing through what you've written and looking at the bold takeaways, are you twisting my brain up a little bit, right? Okay. And then this next one, this is feedback stolen from Marisa Corcoran. Mm -hmm. She talks about using magazines as templates Mm -hmm. for how you craft your own email subject lines or your own headlines. So what I'm doing for our listeners right now, everybody, is I'm actually Googling Cosmo covers. Mm -hmm. I think I have her PDF on those headlines. Somewhere on my computer because I it's such a great idea and a great tool. I'll have to dig that up, but I can use that. So smart, right? Mm -hmm. But so I'm just gonna grab one here. So for our listeners, shout out to Marisa Corcoran. Go to (laughs) marisacorcoran.com. We'll link in the episode. She actually has her lead magnet is swipe worthy email subject lines, which is the same thing as what we're talking about here. Mm. And then so now I've just pulled up Cosmo. I'm looking at a Cosmo cover. Oh, this is going to be fun. (laughs) Sex so hot. You'll need to crank the AC, (laughs) right? So using that as a template, right? It could be something so easy, right? Like what's a tool that you teach your, can you think of a newsletter that you've sent out lately that we could almost use as a template for this? Of course, I'm going to draw a blank since you want. um... Totally. (laughs) You can also just think of something that you coach around. Yeah. So there's a tool that I use often in my business called the Fair Play System. And it's Mm -hmm. all about equity in the household and tools within that. And so they use cards to Mm -hmm. the system. You can use cards to kind of have the conversation with it. Mm -hmm. So I talk a lot about the dishwasher. So there could be some headline around the dishwasher, like... I don't know, you never have to empty the dishwasher again or something contrarian like that, or it will always be loaded perfectly or. Right. Yeah. Okay, good. Let's use that as a metaphor. So if we're pulling from Cosmo, sex so hot, you'll need to crank the AC. It could be something like a tool so easy, you'll never load the dishwasher again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something, it, okay. Brackets, three minutes, right? Mm-hmm. And then the link. Okay. So this is just an exercise. It doesn't really feel like your vibe, that headline, but I... I sure. Okay. Somewhere in there. Okay. 
Yeah. yeah. I'm going to look at one more. <laughs> Boy, sex sells, Valerie, because all of <laughs> Especially in Cosmo, I know. Yeah, right? So here's another yeah. one. 25 sex moves he secretly wishes you'd try. They're so okay. specific, it's shocking. <laughs> okay. So this could be something like 15 conversation starters your kids wish you would ask them. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think simple. The, mm-hmm. the intention here is to move from staring at a blank screen, wondering how to create a headline, mm-hmm. to having a template where you you know the words are limited and you're just like really forced to be punchy. Okay. Okay. Is that helpful? Yep. How's that landing for you? I mean, some of the like the Cosmo headlines I struggle with, but the contrarian. I like to be the contrarian when it comes to all of this. And so I think I can work with that and some headlines that are very much feed into that, like just things, you know, I had a, a social media post about getting through your to-do list and somebody read it and then realized that I was kidding in sort of the, like what I said was like, it sucked her in. And then she's like, oh, right. She's not going to tell me how I can actually do this because <laughs> it's, like not actually it's, it's real. not going to happen. So I think I can kind of work with that and that contrarian yes. that sort of role I enjoy playing when it comes to this topic. And then uh-huh. I'm going to ask you a question that makes me kind of throw up a little bit because I <laughs> cannot stand client avatar worksheets in general for this mm-hmm. very reason, which is like you're going to come up with a list of magazines that they read and now you know your dream client, which is garbage. But now I'm about to ask you, what mm-hmm. magazine <laughs> would your dream client read? Is it parenting magazine? Is it like the simple magazine? Like off the top of your head, mm-hmm. can you think of something? Yeah, maybe something like real simple. Cause those headlines just they suck you in. They're like, I'm going to make my life simple and I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to simplify everything and life will be easy. Yes. And we know it's not that cut and dried. <laughs> So now I just pulled up Real Simple magazine. This is so much better, right? So here's one. Genius Small Space Solutions. So it could be Genius Dishwasher Argument Solutions. Oh, yeah, I like that. Right? Another one is Secrets from the Ultimate Cleaning School. You could actually take that and just use it. (laughs) (laughs) But again, it could be like Secrets from the Ultimate back to school checklist. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I can work with those. Great. So what's come up for me in this conversation is what's the workflow here? Here's what I'm imagining for you. I'd love to share it and then like step in and correct me. Okay. okay. Step one is you create your blog, like the script for the audio, you write the thing. Mm-hmm. Step two, you play around with shortening it without getting too in the weeds, like where am I being too wordy? Mm -hmm. From there, step three is what's the headline here, right? Or maybe it's what's the point I really want to make? And then understanding the point I'm making, how do I turn that into a clickable headline? Okay. Yeah. Does that process land? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it does. I have probably a lot of content I can work with. So it's pulling out those headlines and just tweaking it so that it does resonate here. Agreed. Mm -hmm. 
There's also a tool that I mentioned in a lot of the Hive training, which mm-hmm. is the co-schedule subject line tester. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you had a chance to ever use that tool? I play with it when I remember that it's there. I have it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I do play with it sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I use it when I'm not behind schedule. Mm-hmm. But if I'm just trying to get content out for the week, I forget how helpful it is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it does help when I do remember to use it. <laughs> yeah. Great. Wouldn't it be great if you could just build your business focusing on your strengths? I see too many coaches struggling to fit into a certain mold and they ignore the easy path. So let's put an end to that. What I want you to do is go to dallastravers.com slash quiz. I've put together a 45 second superpower quiz designed to reveal two things. Number one, the very next step in your business, whether that's list building, client attraction, or scaling with a course. And number two, the natural strength you possess to help you accomplish that task. When you get your results, you'll also get a custom built toolkit with actionable items you can put in place right away to finally make this growth path simpler because you're doing what you do best. So the link again is dallastravers.com slash quiz. Go and check it out and then let me know on Instagram how you scored. Okay, so what if any questions do you have based on what we've discussed so far? So what I'm hearing is that the, it'd be kind of a a combination of cheerleading, which might just be a couple, like every now and then you get a text message. That's just me going like, you've got this, like you've accomplished way more than you're giving yourself credit for like, yay, you better worded there followed by, and then occasionally some tips, the headlines kind of lead into something that links you to the audio with tips in there. Like I know with your newsletters, you encourage regular invitations to coaching or sort of the selling piece of that. So what are mm-hmm. the like call to actions? How do the selling, where does that fit in? Like, where is the invitation to work with me? How does yes. that fit in there? Great. I think it's pretty much the same. So number one, you want to have a call to action in almost every one of your audios. Okay. It's not always going to be apply, you know, have a coaching session because people will stop noticing that, but Mm -hmm. it could be if you have a question, DM me on Instagram or forward this audio, forward the text message you got to a friend. Like you can kind of think that through. Followed the rhythm that we practice in the hive. That would be, you'll decide whether it's six or eight. Let's Mm -hmm. just say you're texting weekly. Every six weeks, the text message would be inviting them to an intro coaching call or inviting them to check out the sales page for your membership. Okay. So what that might look like is let's use the nine word email, right? Do you still want help getting more done (laughs) as Mm -hmm. a busy mom? Okay. Right. Let's talk in the link. And the link to that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think that was one of the biggest things was kind of pulling in those call to actions and, and those invitations to work with me. But I think that, yeah, the nine word email would feed into that. Yeah. And then I also think people are subscribing to the podcast feed, right? Mm -hmm. So dropping occasionally, it could be a longer episode. It may not be, but like a case study and Mm -hmm. a call to action. Mm -hmm. Right. We're mixing things up today because I want to tell you about 
my client named Rebecca. Rebecca's before, Rebecca's during, Rebecca's after. Mm-hmm. If you need help with this, I'd love to invite you to, to the membership. You can book a call with me to find out more. Okay. Or whatever your process for enrollment is. For that. Okay. What about connecting, sending them to a podcast? Like if I was a guest on a podcast, would that be something like another maybe call to action? Sort of like here, you know, listen to me dive further into this or is that sending them down somebody else's rabbit hole? Yeah. What comes up for me is rather than have it as this is our policy, anytime I'm on someone else's show, I'm going to share it with my list. It could just Mm -hmm. be those great interviews that you gave, right? Of course, share them. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when applicable, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Great. And then inside of content confidence, right? We come up with our catchy catchphrases. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it can be that little love note, right? Other times it can just be a catchphrase. If you've got 12 of them, that could even be two text messages a month. No link, no like no work for you to do. Just dropping this. Drop that in. Truth bomb in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I like that. That's simple. And I have those. So. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Great. All right. So what else is present for you? How can I help you get this train out of the station? Mm-hmm. Connecting this to my lead magnet. So right now I have it set up. I have a, a quiz as a lead magnet. You get mm-hmm. one of three results. And then my nurture sequence is, I think the first like three to five emails you get are based upon the results of that quiz. Mm-hmm. Do I still use that lead magnet and then tweak those first few messages so they're kind of similar to that? So you're still getting that curated content based on on your result, which I think... I could do based on the my newsletter on the mm-hmm. nurture sequence. And then you kind of move into that sequence. Does that make sense to continue doing that? Or I just dive right in to join this text message? Yeah, that's such a good question. I have a couple of thoughts. Number one is it would be interesting to test mm-hmm. the podcast, mm-hmm. the private podcast feed as the lead magnet. Okay. Oh, right? Yeah. Like this mm-hmm. truly is another type of lead magnet. So Mm -hmm. whether they get there through the quiz or just because they want to get these weekly boosts from you, Mm -hmm. now you've got two roads. It's a little weird to me for someone to take the quiz, get a few emails, and then it moves over to text messaging. Yeah. I would, it would have to connect straight to the text messaging. Yeah. And I think the tech in that might get a little messy. So we'll have to play with that with a quiz. Maybe we, yeah, maybe it, the quiz just goes on pause for now. Maybe. Um, well, let's talk it through though. So we, if we have the opt-in form, on the opt-in form, this could get messy as I process, right? Live on a podcast recording. So let's see what happens here. <laughs> the opt-in form is going to ask for their first name, their email address, And then it's like a checkbox that says like, please don't email me. Text message is way better. Mm -hmm. And then they would fill in their phone number. And that would be from the jump when they opt in. They're choosing their own adventure. Are they going to get emails from you or are they going to opt in for text messages? Mm -hmm. And then your weekly content 
you would send an email, but it would essentially be identical to the text. That headline with a link to the audio, it's the same thing. So it's not extra work. And then also people who are just opting in to receive it through text. So they wouldn't get both from the time they opt in, they're deciding the, their preferred mode of communication. Okay. I'm going to have to play with that, see what that looks like. Yeah. What's your email marketing program? ConvertKit. ConvertKit. Great. So the to-do list on the tech side here is to find a Zap, Zapier, that connects ConvertKit with, we use Simple Texting, okay. simpletexting.com. I don't know how much research you've done on texting services, but we did a lot and Simple Texting felt like it's simple, first of all, but also felt like <laughs> the least complicated. I shouldn't even say least complicated. It's actually pretty easy, but the most aligned option for us. Okay. I know ConvertKit does connect with one of them out there, but I don't remember. It's been a while since I've looked and it may have changed since then. Okay, great. I know that the Interact, the website that hosts my quiz does not play nice with the texting sites, Yes, but that's okay. I think we can play with that. And I think there's other options out there. Well, and here's what it looks like. You're going to change up the form on the quiz so that Mm -hmm. it's no longer a form from Interact, it's a form from ConvertKit. ConvertKit. You can embed a ConvertKit form into your quiz and then you're bypassing that. Okay. Oh, that's good. Okay. Because I know that I've gotten hung up in that specific step before. Okay. That's good to know. And I think just playing with that, it might just be looking at marketing the quiz versus marketing the private podcast and texting Mm -hmm. piece of it. And just seeing what resonates, what gets more traction. Yep. Yeah. And playing with that. And then also mm-hmm. on your emails, having an option, like, would you rather get this sent via text? Click here and it takes them to a quick form to opt into text messaging. Mm-hmm. Okay. And push that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So then this month as we're recording this podcast, I'm in the middle of client surge. So my emails then wouldn't really look any different as the text message, they would still be the same invitations. They would just have a different format. So I'm not really, I'm just changing the the delivery system versus the rest of that. Okay. Yep. This applies to any email strategy you will mm-hmm. learn and implement inside the hive. Mm-hmm. For you, we just customize this where Whatever the email subject line is, that's the headline that you send via text. You'll have to think through when you're linking, for example, to an email, that text link, is it just going to send people to a Google Doc that they can read really easily? Like, where do you want to send them to Mm -hmm. read? Or when you're surging, do you send them to the audio and it's you reading a client surge email, right? Yeah. Okay. Or it could be both. I think right now the audio and my newsletter sends them to... The audio that they can also read, it's all like right there on the page. All there. It's all like if the, yeah. Great. So they can pick and choose what that looks like. But that makes sense. I think in the past that's kind of gotten me hung up on like, okay, I'm doing something special. Totally. How does that translate to these love notes that I'm sending? Yeah. But I think it doesn't really. It's all the same. It's just this extra right. consideration, right? Right. Like, okay. I've got the strategy now. What's this? How does texting fit into this? Just being able Mm -hmm. to answer that question. So something I, again, I want to make a case for subscribing to Hello Audio to have a private podcast feed because 
if I just, even if it's one time, right? Once I've subscribed to this podcast feed, it's going to show up. I use Spotify. So I log into Spotify and it tells me which shows have a new episode. So I could ignore the texts, but so it's another possible place to get my attention. Okay. Instead of if it's just a text message and then it's driving folks to your blog where they can hit play on an audio by, mm-hmm. so this could make it worth the investment for Hello Audio because now you're like hitting them and hitting is so aggressive sounding, but now okay. another, another mode of communication. Okay. I like that idea because I've long wanted, I don't want to dive into podcasting, but having short tidbits that yeah. are available for people, like just a few minutes, just bite size. I love that idea. And I think that would be useful for my audience. If yeah. Yeah. I something so quick. Even if we named the podcast something like in the school pickup line, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> right. Um, that's, so it's yeah. just really personalized to them. And so then it really becomes a lead magnet. Mm-hmm. I subscribe to a private podcast. Every episode is something you can get through while you're in line for pickup at school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. So with Hello Audio, Hello Audio can they reply <laughs> to you that way? Or is that, are you sending them somewhere else? Like if your call to action is answer this mm. question, or do they need to go to Instagram or email yeah. to reply? They have okay. to DM or email you. So with Hello Audio, it truly, it's the user just, experience is as though it's just a regular, any other podcast that they subscribe okay. to. Perfect. Yeah. That's good it's to not know. interactive in that way. Yeah. Okay. This is exciting. I love that. I love this direction. It feels doable to me and useful to my audience. And I think I already have so much content yeah. ready that like pulling this together should be pretty straightforward. Yeah, it seems like it. And then just spending a little bit of time on the tech side and thinking through maybe having some friends test it just to make sure that there isn't something that you didn't think of. That I'm missing. Right? Yeah. yeah. On that yeah. user experience. Okay. Perfect. Great. I like Any- it. Anything else you want to ask or share before we wrap up? I don't think so. I think the the selling and the call to actions were a big part of that. And it, we've answered that. And the tech piece feels a little more doable now than it has felt. So that's good to know. And I, yeah, I think it's just experimenting with, with what works. And I may just name that podcast in the school pickup line because I like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's great. Great. Well, this is, I can't wait to see you put this into action. Is there any accountability you would like inside the hive around this or you're a pretty good implementer, but is there any? Um, Yeah. I've learned that outside accountability is not, I'm more of an internal person. And there was somebody that I did just chat with last week, who's trying to work on the same process. And so we were just going to support each other through this as we tried to figure it out. So I think the two of us kind of walking each other through, you know, kind of sharing these steps. Okay. Is helpful. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Great. And you can say no to this because accountability (laughs) is supposed to work. So if this isn't going to work, then say no. But Mm -hmm. I was thinking when your episode drops, Mm -hmm. we can inside of our high Facebook group, just ask you for like, what have you learned in the process of setting this up? So that way you don't feel like it's like, 
Mallory, did you do your homework? But <laughs> now you're going to know that you will, you better be moving on it a little bit because the episode's going to yeah. air in about a month. Does that sound okay? okay? Yeah, I like that because this is definitely, I think, what I'm going to spend most of the rest of this quarter on or yeah. finish out the year is working on this because list building is really what I need to be focused on. So as I, I'll wrap up client surge and then dive into this piece of it. So awesome. Yeah. Sounds great. Thank okay. you for coming on the show. I can yeah. almost feel the wheels turning in our listeners' minds as they're playing this out. So I'm so <laughs> glad we got to talk through this today. Yeah, me too. Thank you for this. There's lots to figure out, but it's exciting to see where it goes. Yeah, great. Well, thank you, Valerie. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We will see you back here next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to Coaches on a Mission. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, follow, rate, and review. Do all of the things <laughs> to show your support for this show. It is so helpful for us, and it also helps other coaches find this show. If you want to take this episode further, please follow me on Instagram. I'm Dallas Travers Biz Mentor, and every week I turn our episode into a week-long mini course on my Instagram page. It's designed to help you apply what we talk about during the episode to your business in a super tangible way. So let's be Insta friends. Head on over to Instagram and look for my new handle. Again, it's Dallas Travers Biz Mentor. You can do that now and you just might find some funny reels while you're there. So believe me when I tell you, it'll be worth it. Okay. Thanks again for tuning in. I truly appreciate that you make time to listen to this show and I hope you have a wonderful week.